At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, buddy? Yellow everything this time, you know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims, yellow big booty, yellow bones, <laughs> yellow lambs, yellow MPs, yellow watch, yellow charm ring, chain, yellow living room set, lemonade good shoes for my girl. about the intro song you just heard, let me let you know that it is called Lemonade by Gucci Mane. Let me say that in a really white way. Oh, my God, you guys, the song I just played, um, it's, I totally love it. It's, like, super awesome or whatever, and it's totally called Lemonade by Gucci 
Okay. Oh, God. Hold on a sec. I just punched myself in the face. Oh, my God. I'm already even annoyed by myself. I don't know if we can make it through the whole night. We can. We're going to power through this. We're all going to get stronger. I promise. It's only going to be great for everyone. And you're only going to realize it years from now. How lucky we all were to be together tonight on April 11, 2012, partaking in Boy Crazy Radio. <gasps> you guys. Oh, my God. I've got so much to tell you. All right. First off, let me explain what the fuck this is that you are listening to. Uh, if maybe you, you uh, listen all the time. Maybe you've just stumbled upon this bizarro vortex on the interweb uh, called Boy Crazy Radio. And if so, let me explain what the fuck it is that you've stumbled upon. Boy Crazy Radio is my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com. Come to life in radio form even though technically we all know this is a podcast. Okay, yes, this is a podcast, but podcasts are the wave of the future. So let me just call this a, a radio show, okay? It makes me feel important. I say this every week. Calling it a radio show has some kind of cachet or panache to it that I, I enjoy. Even though I fucking ruin it every week for myself by fucking, instead of just powering through and calling it a radio show, I refer to it as a podcast, whatever. I'd like to think of this as a radio show because it is slash podcast because that's the way of the, that's the way of the future. Anyway, I'm talking very fast. I'm going to slow it down. I don't want to appear frantic. Ugh, some boy referred to me as frantic and it totally annoyed me and made me feel exposed. I'll get to that in a second. I got very defensive in my brain about a boy thinking that I was frantic because I am frantic or I can come across that way. Ugh. I'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, there are highs and lows of that as well. Um, all right, hold on. So you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Basically, more specifically, at the core, this is a call-in advice show, all right? So think of this as the new love line, all right? It's like cooler, it's hipper, whatever other horrible adjective you want to put in front of the word uh, love line. But anyway, instead of Dr. Drew, you get me, all right? The cool big sister that you never even knew that you wanted or needed. And maybe, if I'm lucky, maybe even the big sister that you jerk off to. A girl can dream. I love you. I can feel. No, you. Yeah, you. Oh, my God. You look so beautiful. This is so great. I can't believe it's just you and me stuck on the internet together listening to this podcast. I love you. All right. Here's the deal. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever's going on in your life, you've made the right decision in being here tonight. Okay? You don't think I'm talking to you, but I am totally talking to you. Let me explain. Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of their backpack and that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little fucking bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone and need a shoulder to cry on? Are you newly single, madly in love, addicted to makeouts and or full sex? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Then, Jesus fucking Christ, this is your lucky day. Pick up the phone or call me via Skype or Gmail, whatever. If you can open a Facebook account or a Twitter account, you can figure out how to get a hold of me and dial 646 378 
or you can call me toll-free. That's how much I love you. I enjoy all my uh, my poor friends out there as well. I provide a toll-free number out of the courtesy uh, and money that is in my own pocket. So dial 877-569-3588 if you want to call me toll-free. And let's face it, why wouldn't you? Um, but you know what? I want to tell you about my week. I've got a lot to tell you. But really the whole point of all of this is you guys, and I want to get to your calls immediately. I see a 323 caller, a 703 caller, a 919 caller. I'm going to get to all you callers. Let me just talk a smidgen about my week, a teeny tiny bit. Now, on a side note of a side note, uh, I didn't light a candle tonight because I ran out of matches, but that's not exciting. What is exciting that I want to tell you? I may or may not have touched myself and made myself come before the show. I said it, okay? Cats had the bag. Why did I tell you this? I don't know, because I have no boundaries. That's not true. I'm not going to tell you a lot of things, but that is something I did decide to tell you. Why? Because everybody masturbates. And who else masturbated today? Me. That's right. I also went on a hike. Um, hmm. Maybe I'm a little sexually frustrated, which leads me to my date last night. Um, there's a boy. This may have happened recently. This may have happened a long time ago. This could have happened last night. Now, it probably did happen last night because that's how I set up this story, but I'm going to pretend that this could have existed at any time in my life, even though it did happen last night. Uh, there's a boy. He's very attractive. He's very different from me, but very similar at the same time. I went on a date with him a while ago, um, and I was in a mind frame where I was like, uh, I don't really, I didn't realize I was going on a date. It kind of just happened, and I was like, fuck it, great, we're, we're going out, it's whatever it is, it's great. He's a human being I enjoy and I want to know better, so we'll go out and hang out. Um, we ended up kissing. I wasn't sure how I felt about it in that I wasn't sure if I wanted to, like, continue doing this or if you, if you were to ask me out again. I think I just wanted to have male friends. I wanted to be able to feel safe in knowing that I have, like, guy friends and not have to be sexual. I just wasn't feeling sexy. I didn't like my body. I was feeling, like, moody and just not sexual. Anyway, so everything was fine. I was honest with him, which is a lesson to people out there, that you can actually be honest. And uh, when a guy asks you out, you can be like, you know what, I really, like, I really like hanging out with you, but can we just be friends? And that's what I did. And I was happy to send that out, send that text to him because I thought, fuck, this is exciting. I mean, what's he going to write? Fuck you, cunt, you let me on. I mean, I didn't think so. And it's just fun to, like, when you feel a certain way and you want to be honest with someone or you have something honest to tell them, I love just walking through weirdness. Um, so I sent that to him. He was like, great, I think I think that's best for me too, whatever. And yet we still continue to text a ton, like bizarre texting. And it's not bizarre in what we texted to one another, but the amount of texting we were doing. I don't know if anybody out there can relate to that. If you have people, if you're single and you have people that you text with and they kind of provide you with like emotional support and they make you feel, they're almost, like it's almost like they're your, they're your boyfriend or your girlfriend because you're getting all this kind of attention and validation and just, you know, emotional support from this person and you're giving it to them as well and it's weird and it exists in texting. So this was happening with the guy that was now apparently my new friend. We'd only kissed once, whatever. We barely know each other. We could get back to being friends perfect, perfectly. So then the texting is going on and the the weather in Los Angeles is changing and it's like spring has sprung even though the weather's all over the place and it's like raining, raining one day, summer shining, wonderful the next. And all of a sudden, like yesterday, I got in this weird mood 
where I was like, oh, my God, I need to have sex so bad. It's spring. Like, this weather is gorgeous. I feel better about my body. It was all it was all in my head anyway, as it usually is with a girl, unless you really fully gain, like, 20 pounds, and then, and then you've got something to deal with. But, uh, I mean, whatever. We're women. Our weight fluctuates. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Men don't want to talk about that. Nobody likes to hear a woman talk about her fluctuating weight or her weight in general or blah, blah, blah. I'm falling asleep telling the story. Okay, let me get back on track. So I'm in this mood, and already I'm feeling like, whoa, I said I just wanted to be friends with this guy, and yet my actions and his actions are saying otherwise. But maybe we're just fast friends, but we're, boy, we're a boy and a girl who had already kissed, so that's bullshit, and we both knew it, and there's like some kind of, you know, men don't put attention on women unless there's some kind of interest, and that interest is that they want to make out or have sex and, you know, whatever. I'm not retarded. No no disrespect to retarded people everywhere. Um, peace. Okay, hello. <laughs> so I'm in this mood. I've been texting with this guy. I kind of can't stop thinking about him, and by kind of, I can't stop thinking about him. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with him. I'm wondering about him in a more sexual way. I'm feeling like I really need to be fucked in a major way. So yesterday, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my God, maybe I'm going to hang out with this guy. So I text the guy at night. And I say, do you want to meet up for a drink? Uh, now I'm already getting too far ahead of myself. I don't want to reveal too much, but I've already revealed a lot. But there are no names and locations or descriptions. But bottom line is, I'm making out with a guy, with this guy, and I think it was all on me to decide what was going to happen because I'm the girl, so I had to be the one who's like, yes, we're doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to open up the gates. And by gates, I mean my mouth, not my vagina, because I'm not going there yet. Jesus Christ, how dare you? Anyway... The makeout we had last night was a million times better than our original kiss. And our original kiss was fine, but it was so quick, and, like, I just didn't really get a gauge on what was going on. Anyway, um, the kiss was epic, and then he had meant, and I said, you know, I said, oh, I, I wanted to kiss you all day. And I was like, I want give me some insight. Like, how did you like hanging out with me the other day? Because we had hung out a few days before as friends. And I thought a few days prior, oh my God, I'm already bored by this story, but I'm almost done. Anyway, I had thought that a few days prior when we were just broing out as friends out in public, I was having such a good time with him and so giddy and so delighted and excited to be near him and in a frenzy. Uh, and I thought he felt the same way or whatever. Anyway, we're, we're making out. And I said, how did you feel about hanging out the other day? And he goes, yeah, it was good. You seemed frantic. You seemed frantic. You know, you seem like your personality was different or something, like you're really nervous or whatever. And uh, this totally blew it for me. This totally bummed me out. I don't know why. I feel like because I was frantic, but I felt like I was exposed. But I thought the frantic stuff was coming from a good place. And I just felt like, oh, my God, I got so emotional. I don't know if it's because I had two drinks, but, like, all of a sudden, all these feelings were overwhelming to me, making out with this guy. And the makeout was still great. It was all happening. He's very good-looking. The chemistry was really great. I really want to have sex with him still. But it was very bizarre because in that moment when the guy said, oh, yeah, it was fun hanging out with you, but you seemed like frantic and your personality had shifted a bit, like something was – in that moment, I'm going I'm to put a magnifying glass over what he said. And here's why I'm talking about it. We, I just might have a point, maybe, but this is the insight that I got from this situation. I got very emotional from that because I felt very vulnerable I felt like, oh, fuck, I think it's so casual to make out and decide I'm going to have sex with a guy. But really, 
I'm not that casual. I'm very, I, it's like Russian roulette with a woman, and more specifically me, because when it comes to sexual stuff, it is like Russian roulette, because sometimes I'm, I can be like, I can feel nothing, and I'm like, whatever, yeah, I don't care. No strings attached. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, I don't want anything from you. I don't want a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. I just want to get fucked, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a modern woman. And then cut two, I'm having a makeout at night. I'm getting what I, you know, supposedly wanted. You know, we just made out. We didn't have sex. But I'm in this situation, and it's not just about sex. It's not just about making out. Suddenly my brain, you know, and I, I, I overthink. I'm a complete overthinker. I can, I'll think about every detail, and I will decide what the guy is thinking about me and the situation and, you know, and what he's thinking of me, and I'll think about how, how I feel. And I'll, I just think, I think everybody, I think all the thoughts for everybody, and I really do my head in. So I'm in this situation last night, and I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. I just want this to be casual, and yet all of a sudden I'm embarrassed because I feel exposed because the minute you make yourself vulnerable to someone, they can see you and they have an opinion of you, and maybe it's not what I want it to be. Maybe his opinion isn't what I want it to be. Maybe he doesn't get me like I want him to get me. Oh, he thought I was frantic. He didn't understand that I was excited, and maybe he doesn't like me because he's calling me frantic, and frantic has a negative connotation, and... Even as I tell this story, you're probably saying to yourself, well, yeah, uh, just based on how you're speaking right now on your podcast slash radio show, you do seem a little bit frantic. But I have many different aspects of my personality. I can be quiet. I can be calm, believe it or not. I have this podcast persona. I have my weird website on I'mBoyCrazy.com persona, which is an extension of this or vice versa. And then I have, like, I am capable of being calm in my skin where I don't need to talk or think about every single aspect of everything. But he saw this one side of me, and I just felt really embarrassed and exposed, and I felt like he had more power than me. And then I thought, oh, my God, oh, what if I like this person? Or what if I just thought about liking people in general and, and being intimate with people in general, being intimate with boys in general, about how it's scary. It's fucking scary. As casual as I want it to be, as casual as I want it to be, it's scary. And I want to feel safe with someone. And I am very... Um, I am very, not fragile, is that the word? Um, I have a lot of feelings. Sensitive, that's the word. I, I can be very sensitive, and I was definitely very sensitive yesterday. And I, I went home, and I just felt sad because for a second I thought, okay, we're making out, but I couldn't read the guy. I couldn't, And all of a sudden, this is another aspect of my makeout last night. And I'm only saying this because I feel like other girls can relate, and if you can't, well, now you can learn a little bit about me or, or your neighbor or your friend who might be like me. But... It was interesting because have you ever been in a situation where you're making out with someone or you're having sex with someone and you're like, oh, God, I'm with this person, but I'm stuck in my head and I don't know how they feel about me and we just met and it's all too soon and I feel like alone with them. I thought this is what I wanted, but I feel more alone than I did when I was by myself. And I didn't feel alone with this guy. I just felt like I couldn't read him and I felt like, I don't know. I just felt very vulnerable, and it all stemmed from one tiny little comment. Um, hmm. Yikes. All right. Anyway, I'm going to stop with this crazy story about feeling exposed and how uh, sex isn't really casual all the time, obviously, and it, and it shouldn't be, and how vulnerable we can be, uh, and how vulnerable I can be and sensitive I can be, and I can get, I'm going to get to these fucking calls. That was just a slice and a, and a tidbit of my brain and how it works. 
All right, I'm going to get to phone, to phone calls. I'm going to get to phone. I, I get to phone. All right, uh, area code 323, thank you for listening, as if I'm at an AA meeting, which I'm not opposed Hello? to. Hello, area code 323. Yeah, 323 here. Um, I've been with my guy for like two and a half years, and uh, we, we're, we were like having sex. Like I was blowing him off, and like right before he, like I finished or whatever, like he said, oh, um, we should get married or something, or marry me or something like that. And then at first I was like, oh, okay, should they, should guys say, like, when they're about to come? But now I'm, like, thinking about it so much that I won't get out of my head. And, like, I want to know, like, what's your opinion on stuff like that? How do you, like, handle it? Okay, well, that's very vague, and I'm going to get down to the nitty-gritty, and to the, and we're going to get more detailed in, into into your question. Uh, but first, I want to know, give me your name, if you're comfortable giving me a name or a fake name. Give me your age and where you're calling from. And this goes for everybody who's going to call in tonight, and everybody I, every phone call I get to, at the beginning of the call, give me your name, your age, and where you're calling from. So tell me about you. Okay, my name is Elizabeth. I'm 21, and I'm from the L.A. area. Okay, so... So you you finished well that's a perk at least you you are potentially going to marry a guy who can make you come so that's exciting how do you feel is that good or, or I feel good for you I don't feel bad about that it's okay okay good um so he said marry me or I want to marry did you guys did you think to ask him about it after you guys zipped up your pants well he joked around like like he said it before we've joked around about it before so it was just like oh. Yeah, we've mentioned it before, but then laughed about it and, like, forgot about it. Okay, so what is, what's your question? Because I have a few things to say, but but I want to know really what you're asking me. But as far as I'm concerned, you're 21 years old. How about ignore him saying that? Because there's no way I'm going to let you fucking marry some dude you've been with since you're 19 years old or since you're, like, 18 and a half. You should... Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want you. I don't want you marrying this guy. I want you to figure out what you love doing. I want you to have a great career. I want you to fuck a bunch of other dudes and not get AIDS or herpes in the future down the road, and uh, and travel everywhere and, and accomplish your dreams. And you know, so there's that. And also, I feel like there's nothing communicating can't solve. Like, can't you just like have dinner together and be like, hey, you're my boyfriend. We've been going out for two and a half years. Um, you, you joke around and you say, like, marry me, but uh, why do you say that? Is Are you fucking with me, or do you really want to get married to me, or do you just like fucking me, you know? Hmm, that's, I mean, you, it's easier it, than it sounds. It is easier than it sounds, but it's actually, wait, hold on. You're saying it's harder or it's easier than it sounds, or it sounds easier than it is? Well, it sounds easier than it is, I guess. But that's the thing, it's it's actually not it's not that hard. It's scary, but if you just you know, just if you just breathe through it and just go, Hey, it's okay, I'm safe with this guy, he loves me, I've been with him for a while just say, Hey, you know what 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 are you actually asking me though, Elizabeth? I wanna know what is the actual question you're asking me? Well, and is it just something like don't take anything serious like while somebody's fucking you or Jesus or Christ, like, no, no, because I mean, I've, heard, actually, I've heard girls say that before. That's why I'm like, or is it like something they're mentally thinking, like on the back of their head or something? Um. Well, let's see. 
I mean, I've had guys that really have fallen in love with me say I love you, Alexi, for the first time while they were inside of me. So, and I don't think that's cheesy. I've had friends tell me, oh, that's so cheesy and obvious. But I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it being obvious. That's great. I, I don't mind somebody having sex with me and telling me they love me. And, and they meant what they said. Like, But I know guys do have a tendency to blurt out crazy things when they're in the heat of the moment. But I am not a guy. And this is where I would like to invite men to call in and help Elizabeth with her with her question. Like, should she, should she just not pay attention to it because guys say crazy shit when they're having sex? But even if these men call in to Boy Crazy Radio tonight and give you answers, they're never going to be in your boyfriend's head. So why don't why don't you just um, ask him in the moment or after sex when you're laying around, you know, when he really doesn't want to talk? Why don't you just say, why don't you just go, hey, babe, hey, let's do some role playing. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, I'm going to be your guy. And it's and he says this stuff right after he comes or right before he comes or as he's coming. Like right before. Okay, so we're fucking. Action. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, marry me. Ugh. What? I, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe afterwards I'll, like, ask him. Uh, wait, you weren't in the scene with me. I just, I was totally I know, because it got, it got kind of too weird. It's... Okay, um, if that's really what happens, actually, now that I've lived that experience, if that's what really happens, I feel like, I feel like you should just not say anything. Just laugh at him and yeah. kiss him, <laughs> him on the forehead, because, you know, yeah, that seems really bizarro. I don't, and besides, you're not going to marry this guy anyway, so just let, you can ask him whenever you want to. It's all, the power is yours. You ask him whenever you want to, get the answer. But if you don't want to say anything about it, that's fine too. You can always just kiss him on the forehead, relax, take a breath, close your eyes, and uh, rejoice in the fact that both of you just came. Does that help? That does, okay. All, all right, right, thank you, you Alexi. You're welcome. Holy shit, what a horrible way to ask him. It's one thing where it's like, I love you, or, oh, fuck, I love your pussy, or, ah, your cunt is so tight. I mean, I know I'm saying horrible shit right now, and I don't usually. <laughs> oh, my God, I talk like a valley girl, and I just said all this horrendous shit. Oh, this is ridiculous. That's hilarious. Let me just laugh at myself for a sec. <laughs> what a great night, Lex. Thanks. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, ask somebody to marry. That's ridiculous. He's probably fucking with her. I really hope they break up. I would like to break up with him for her. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Area code eight oh eight. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Nicole. I'm twenty three and I'm calling from LA. Twenty three, calling from LA. All right. Let's do this. What's going on with you, Nicole? All right, I just saw this weird situation. I was just wondering if, like, anyone's been in this weird situation or if you've been in, like, anything like this before. But um, I've been, like, hooking up with this guy I met, like, maybe, like, three weeks ago. And it was the first day or the first night after we hooked up. Like, the next morning I woke up. And then um, I guess I didn't put on my pants, like, to look till like, the next day. And I realized it was, like, a huge asshole in my pants. So I was, like kind of freaked out. I was like, why is there a huge hole in my pants? And then I hooked up with him again, like, a couple of days after that. And I, I was, like, wearing fishnets. And I knew he, like, put a hole in my fishnets on purpose. And then I hooked up with him again, like, last week. And 
I was like staying over at his house and I was gonna go to work the next morning and then I woke up and there was like another huge asshole in my in my leggings and I was like kinda of freaked out. I was like, Am I like sleeping with some kind of freak or something that has like a weird fetish for putting holes in people's jeans or I don't know. I'm like freaked out. What would you do if you're in my well, situation? Well, if I were you, I'd probably just go back to his house and have sex with him. But I mean, so far that's that's what you've been doing. But um, I mean, uh, where does he take the? Uh, just just quickly tell me, where does he take the whole same spot? Your is it like your vagina area? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, you were like breaking up a little. Oh no, I'm breaking up. Oh God. Um, what? Where's the hole? Is he taking the hole from the same spot? Yeah, it's like right by my butt, like right by my vag area. Well, like the first day he like came over, he had his dog that he brought over. So at first I thought it was his dog doing it. And oh my god! The second time he did it, I know he did it on purpose because I saw him do it. And then the third time I was over at his house and his dog was there too. So then, like, right when I got home, I, like, Googled, like, oh, do dogs, like, chin crotches of pants? And then I, like, texted him about it the next day, and he, like, kind of played dumb. I thought I was talking about his boxers, and then he was saying that maybe it was his dog. But, like, I don't really know much about him, but he seems like kind of a weird person. But, okay, honestly, I just you are. wanted to, like, hook up with someone. I, like, I don't want anything serious, so... Okay, the nervous laughter, I can't even handle it. I'm completely freaked out for your life. You must stop having sex with this dude. You've already brought it up with him. He played dumb. Uh, stop stop hanging out with this guy. Like, I know you don't want anything serious, but... Uh, yeah. So so get, get, get that little that you want from someone else. Get You know what I mean? Okay. Like, this is... I've never heard of this before. Uh, if I were in your situation and this happened three times, yes, I can understand having it happen one time and being like, well, that's odd. Maybe it was the dog or maybe that happened beforehand. But three times and you think it's weird <laughs> anyway and you confront them about it? Okay, I, I love you a lot. Watch out for yourself. Stop seeing this guy case closed. I hope that helps. Oh, my goodness. I'm so scared for my little brothers and sisters out there, you guys. My little, hello, uh, area code 949. Hello. Hello. There are a lot of girls calling in, and when they say hello, they go, hello? And it's just like <laughs> something, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I just want to know why this is happening. I think part of it is because we're all from Southern California, and we're also not sure if we're the ones being called onto the line. <laughs> that is true. I like that you had a good answer. Thank you very much. That was a fantastic answer. Now, what's your name? Hello. You are welcome. Who are you calling from? Um, my name is Elizabeth as well. And I'm 20, and I'm from Orange County. All right. What's going on with you? Um, well, I have been, well, I broke up with um, this guy a year ago. But since then, we have been hooking up continuously. And it's, like, really sporadic. But, um... I've told him, like, multiple times that I wanted to stop because I felt like I was always more emotionally invested than him. And he would tell me that he cared about me, but I always think that actions speak louder than words and that he wasn't, like, doing enough to show that he cared. So I would tell him that I wanted to stop, but, like, every time that I would come home, he would always, like, talk to me again, and I'd always give in. 
and now we're still hooking up and I want to know like as a strong girl who like wants to do the right thing what would you say to like finally cut the ties with someone that you're like addicted to oh my god well it's really as simple as doing nothing I mean it's you bar you and you could just you just don't respond to him anymore. You just don't hang out with him. You just don't have sex with him. You just don't make out with him. You don't email him. You don't text him. You don't tweet at him. You don't Facebook him. <laughs> you also you also don't have to you don't have to defriend him on Facebook. You don't have to stop following on on Twitter. You really literally have to do nothing. But that's yeah. just, what that what that takes is willpower. And you can always, in a friendly way, in case he invites you to do something, just go. I mean, if you since you do know him and you're close with him and you like him, you could always. Or that's what I get from you know that's what I'm getting from you you could always just mm-hmm. say like you know what I think this is a little bit more difficult for me than than I thought it would be and uh I'm a little bit more emotionally invested than than I want to be than I should be than you are you know and so I'm just yeah if, if you just, if you could just respect my boundaries I just need to take a break and just like not hang out and just you know I'll uh I'll contact you when I'm when I feel like I'm I'm ready to to be in your life again or whatever, if and when I'm ready, you know? Yeah. Do you, uh, there's, like, another twist to the scenario, but, like, because I'm, I go to school in um, Northern California, and he's, like, still in Southern California, so it was, like, really good for me to be away from him, and I, like, thought that it was, like, over, but then I got in, like, a really bad car accident, and I've, like, had to move back home, and he, like, called me when it happened and, like, has been hanging out with me ever since. And, like, I guess, like, I also can't tell, like, where his feelings are, but I, like, don't want to open up and be honest because it's hard to be vulnerable, like you were saying earlier. And I don't know. I guess I can't tell if, like, he is just using me or if he's still emotionally invested like I am. Well, this is interesting because with men, this is confusing. Your question is confusing because, or what you're going through is confusing because I I feel like actions do speak louder than words, but with men, Mm -hmm. when they say something, like if a guy is like, you know, in your bed with you and and he's in your bed and he's like, he's like, listen, Elizabeth, I just want to let you know I'm not looking for anything. I just came out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be your boyfriend. I don't want you to be my girlfriend. I don't want anything. And that's that's where I'm at. And you're like, okay, well, thank you. That's cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then you guys have the best sex in the entire world. And he, like, looks in your eyes, and you're having the best, most epic, deep, slow fucking sex mixed in with, like, dirty, weird, he spanks you. Like, weird sex. Wait, how old are you? You're yeah. Like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, I was, like, making sure you're not 14. <laughs> oh, God. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So you have the best sex ever, and then he's like, he like takes you out to breakfast, and he pays, and uh, like, and he checks in with yeah. you, and, and does all this polite stuff. He still doesn't want to be your boyfriend. He said it. Right. You know what I mean? Men, men mean what they say, and then you'll get all. And girls are like, I don't know the sex. I know he loves me. Yeah. I know he loves, but we read into like, every signal. Yeah, and and to him, you know, I mean, this is what I've known because I have a lot of guy friends. I've had sex with lots of men. I've had lots of relationships, and this is what I've noticed. This is from my experience, but because I do this with men too, and I, you know, I try to mm-hmm. operate like a man, a man sometimes, even though I'm very mm-hmm. girly. Where I, I say, you know, I say what I want or what I don't want, 
and then, but oftentimes people can't hear you, and they don't want to hear you, they won't hear you. So, but if a guy says mm-hmm. I don't want something, that's what he means, and all the other, he's, all the other shit is just, you know. Yeah. yeah so, he's he's like, never. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Were you? Gonna no, go on, me? go on. Um, he's never said like, I don't want to be with you, but like. I mean, when we broke up, like, because we lost our virginities to each other, and mm-hmm. when we broke up, like, we both, like, slept with other people, which, like, I think was a good thing to experience other people and to, like, and I, like, I read into, like, okay, well, we keep coming back to each other is significant, but we're geographically unavailable, and we're both, like, afraid of, like, hurting each other, so maybe we're not saying things, but I... I don't know, like, the most we talk listen. about feelings is, like, yeah. Listen, listen, because we could go on for, like, you know, another 20 minutes. Yeah. And we don't need to do that. Here's what you need to do. Like, you either need to make a, a a big decision for yourself and just rip it off like a Band-Aid, and if you get the vibe mm-hmm. and you listen to the, the little voice in the pit of your stomach, that's what I call your intuition, if you listen to that and, mm-hmm. it, and it tells you, he doesn't want to be with me, I know that, and we're just together hanging out because it's comfortable and we're, like, used to each other and it's a crutch, And but he doesn't feel the way I feel about him. If you know that in your bones and you're just trying not to face that, then mm-hmm. protect, your, protect yourself and rip it off like a Band-Aid and just tell him, you know, I think, and, and also this will be good because this could lead to, to a, a very necessary conversation you could you you need to have with him because, like I said before, like, I really feel like, everything can be solved by communicating. So why don't you just mm-hmm. have a chat with him? Have a chat with him and just go, listen, this is how I feel about you. I love you being in my life. It's great, but here's how I feel about you, and I need to know how you feel about me because if we're not on the same page and we keep going down this road and we keep, uh, you know, up, if we keep up with this behavior, I'm going to get more and more attached to you and it's going to break my heart. So there you go. That's the conversation you need to have. And then from that conversation, you'll have you'll make the right decision for yourself, and you'll figure it out. And I, I'm going to take another call, but thank you for, for calling in. I hope that helps. Um, area code 386. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm Holly. I'm 24, and I'm from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. On a side note, Holly, this is I don't know if you ever listen to any other Boy Crazy radios. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, well, the interesting thing was I was going to have a guest tonight, and then at the last minute, you know, whatever, I had some issues, and uh, I made the decision, like, I just needed to host the show by myself because I really feel like I just, I'm like, it's like I'm a different version of myself when I have a guest on. It's harder to, to – I, and, I, and I needed to just get back to, like, I need to just be alone with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, I just needed to, like, host no, the I know show myself. No, I know Because when you have somebody, you feel like you have to include them and you can't do what you want or say what you want. And I know. And I have to make like them feel I'm, like they're a part of it. Totally. And, and I just had to vent. But it's, like, sometimes it's so much more therapeutic for me and I, I can have, like, such a better conversation with everybody when it's just me hosting the show. But anyway, and I'm so glad I did that because I – you guys are helping me as much as maybe I'm hopefully helping you or something. Anyway, okay, Holly, what's going on with you? Okay, well, I kind of – my problem's a little bit like the last caller, but I'm going to just skip that part because it makes sense what you said last time. But my ex-boyfriend broke up with me about a year ago. We still talk at least once a month, and he's been wanting to try and get back with me. He graduated moved across the country and we shouldn't be seeing each other. 
but he's coming here next week. And he wants me to pick him up from the airport. I haven't fully decided oh. that on that one. Oh, and, but, Jesus, come on. <laughs> well, Jesus. if I don't pick him up from the airport, which I was thinking about picking him up and then talking to him and then telling him, like, this isn't really going to work, like, stop saying these things and actually have, like, a breakup in person because we haven't had that. All um, right. So. Or if I don't go pick him up, I think he's going to come, like, find me while I'm at work Listen, or come what's your, find what's me your, at my house. But what's your question? What's what's your what's your actual question for like, me? Like, what do I do? That? How do I deal with somebody? Like, if he actually comes and finds me and, like, I don't go pick him up from the airport and, like, break up with him in person. Listen, like, I have the answer already. Okay, ready? <laughs> uh-huh. When does he get to town? Um, Monday. Monday, perfect. So you text him, hey, I have to work on Monday, but can we make a date for uh, for dinner on Monday night? Because he'll want to see you. So just go, I really want to see you. Let me finish with my work. Um, go home and get ready, and then I'll meet you at this place. And you pick a spot where you feel comfortable and safe and good and you're in public and all that stuff. That way, And, and then you meet him there, and you have the discussion you, you need to have because as long as you set – here's what you do. You need to take care of yourself. You need to look out for number one. You have to be yeah. your own parent. You have to make your own choices and be your own parent and treat yourself like, you're, like you are your own child and make make – good decisions, life decisions for yourself, and and, uh, and that's how you do it. You don't pick him up at the airport. Because, listen, if you don't want to be with him, why are you fucking picking him up at the airport? It's like a weird mixed signal. You're putting out weird mixed signals to him, to, <laughs> to the universe. Like, you're also driving far. Who likes to pick somebody up at the airport? You barely want to pick up some dude you're in love with at the airport, let alone some dude Actually, you're I really do like the airport, so it's okay. Like, All right, but I don't listen. I don't love the airport, and I don't love you picking up some dude you want to ultimately break up with at the airport. So that's what you do, and that way you set it up so he's not going to find you at work, which is totally creepy anyway. So I'm so glad you're breaking up with this guy. So you, well, I just don't go. think he has a car to like. Okay, when he I don't care. Comes in, I don't he... care. I don't care. That's what cabs are for. You don't need. To, you don't need to be a people pleaser. And I'm trying to protect you. Like you're my little sister, Holly. And it doesn't matter if he doesn't have a car. Fuck it. He's getting off an airplane. He can get an airplane ticket and come somewhere. Let him find another friend to pick him up. You don't want to be with him. So you don't pick him up at the airport. Okay, that's not happening because I'm protecting you. I'm your big sister, and I'm telling you, meet him for dinner at a spot that you love, that you feel cozy at. Okay, and then you have the conversation. And, and there you go. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Let me know how it goes, too. That is for damn sure. Hello? Area code 111111? This is like a Skype call or no, or a Gmail call. Uh-oh. Did this call drop? Well, you're on. If you're calling me, just if, you're, if you think you got through, you got through, say hello. Interesting. I'll take this call. Area code 703? Oh, I was just listening. Uh-oh, just okay. listening. Okay, I'll, well, you stay there. I might find you later. Uh, area code 919. Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, I'm Nan. I'm calling from Washington State, and I'm 21. <laughs> All right, what's going on? Well, I guess I was just listening, but yeah, oh. I do <laughs> want to talk to you because um, – I think a couple of weeks ago you were talking to a girl about um, how she should say no and how it would lead to, like, 
bad things happening if she didn't learn how to say no. And I guess I would say that was really good because I think you helped me to learn or, like, made me realize that I should start to say no. And, like, in the process of learning how to say no, like, I was sexually assaulted. And I guess I would say thank you for starting that off because it could have been... I could have been. It could have been a lot worse <laughs> if I didn't. So I, I, um, I, I invited this guy over to my house, and um, I didn't want anything to go get too intense. But um, then I didn't know how to say to him coming to my room, and things got a lot. Yeah. Things that happened that I didn't want to happen. That I just didn't know what to do. So. Oh my yeah. God! But how did? But you you said you said no and it helped. But it it I don't understand. Tell me. I mean, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. But you did you did call in and I just want to understand what you're saying. So. You did say no at some point, or what happened? Um. Well, I did say no at some point. Um. But it was like a little bit after the he I guess started to have sex with me and then he tried to do something that I well I mean obviously I didn't want to have sex with him but then um he or he tried to have like anal sex and I didn't want to so I said no then but he didn't well he was really persistent about it essentially. Um and he felt at one point like after half an hour he backed off but then uh, yeah, it was very, it was very confusing. Uh, it was very, uh, How old are you? Twenty-one. You're twenty-one years old. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to say like I there's like a lot of I think you said to one of the girls like report it and to the police, but I think that could be a like a really tough thing too because uh last Friday I did and they essentially blamed me for what happened instead of like persecuting the guy. Um so that just made me feel like it happened all over again. So I just wanted to say like that that is a that is a failure in the system. Oh and my God. Can can I give you people... I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry you had to go through that and I'm so sorry you had to Learned such a fucking hard lesson, you know. And yeah. I'm, can I give you a telephone number? I want to give you a number because I feel like you know I serve as and I, I masquerade as like you know your your big sister. But I'm not a professional, and you went through such a serious thing. I want to give you a number of a place that you know I think would be beneficial if you called. It's called Rain, which is stands for the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. Do you have a pen? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because I just feel like it would be good for you to call them just to talk about it and even just to vent about how there's, like, you know, a glitch in the system where, yes, you know, well, I'll talk about that in a second. Their telephone number is area code 1-800-656-4673. And will you read that back to me? Um, 1-800-656-4673. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, this is a, a did, did he... Did he have an orgasm? Did he? Yeah, and was he wearing uh, a condom? Or no. Did he come? No, that's part of the reason why he wanted to like have go further. And did he? Was he wearing a condom? Yeah. 
Oh my God. Okay, call call the people at Rain and talk to them. And and this is and this is for everybody. Everybody who's listening, all you girls who are listening. I mean, even guys can can learn from this. But you know, for girls, and I I take this advice uh, as well because I'm a single girl and I'm you know I'm dating people and. I put myself out there in a major way. I put myself on the internet and videos and photos and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's scary. And my mom gets scared for me. And I don't mean to make this about me. I'm, gonna, I'm taking it to me and I'm going to throw it back to you. I promise. Not to sound like an asshole. But as women, as, as women, it's like, you know, we meet a guy and he's cute and he's funny and he seems nice and normal. And maybe he's even friends of a friend that we have. And then yeah. we, we invite him back to our house. And we think it's okay because he's wearing like an outfit that doesn't seem like he's a murderer or a rapist. And we don't know what, but we never know. You never know who somebody is. And it takes time to get to know somebody. And even then you never know what you're dealing with. And people can surprise you. So, But the point is, as single women, and this is for all of you, and especially people who listen to Boy Crazy Radio or read my website, don't take people to your place. Stay in public. Make out in a car. That's why, uh, or, or, you know, be in public and don't let some stranger know where you live and invite him into your home and and if there's nobody there to protect you like a parent or a roommate and who knows if that person can even protect you. Don't invite scary strangers that don't even seem that scary into your house because you're a girl. You have to remember, like, you're a girl and you're young and you're, I'm sure you're beautiful and cute and and people. And then when you get in a sexual situation, you just don't know how people are going to behave in certain situations. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And I'm so sorry that I'm so sorry that the fucking, you know, police, you know, there's that glitch, but I, it, it is a sticky situation. You invite somebody into your house, you want to go to a certain point And then, but when you say no, you mean no. And the guy should listen. And I'm sorry he didn't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I just I just think it's really important that you tell people not to be people pleasing and at first I didn't understand when you said that to me a couple months ago and that and afterwards I was just like, I'm gonna be on hiatus, I'm not gonna date anybody, I'm just gonna learn how to say no and then there's still like, you know, I the guy was attractive and I thought, you know, like you're saying, attractive guy and so I yeah, I think it's really important to um for women especially to like learn how not to be a people pleaser and just say no and take care of themselves first because that's so important and yeah if my question I guess a lot of this has made me super confused about dating and stuff so I was wondering if you had because um, I'm like moving to a new city in a couple of months and I'm like super nervous learn how to date people and um, get to know people and well I'm do you have really any do you know do you know anybody in the city you're moving to at all? Yeah, I know a couple. I there's a couple of people from like my school that I know, but I'm afraid that I'm get Seattle froze or frozen or something. They're so gonna I'm get what? Seattle fr- froze or like freeze or whatever they call it. Just people are super cold and appear to be nice. Oh. And, I mean, maybe that's not for the whole city, but listen, listen. Don't just here's what you do. You hang out with the people you know, uh, and you know. You go out with them, you meet their friends, you just stay open to meeting new people, and you know. And when you meet somebody, you don't bring them back to your place. And that, that's why there's something to be said for taking things slowly and dating, even if you're in a town where you know a bunch of people or, or, or if you don't. That's, 
like your case is, you know, it's, it's not even the worst case scenario. It had been way gnarlier. You luck. I'm just glad you're you're alive. You know what I mean? Who knows what could have happened? And this is for. And this is, this is like this is like, why maybe you know, women should, me included, take time to figure out and to know and to get to know the person that you're going to have sex with or make out with or invite into your home or in, and into your life because. Because, you know, you're the most valuable person in your life. You have to make sure you get enough sleep, that you take your vitamins, that you get exercise, that you're in a good mood, that you, you know, that you are, and that you are aware of the people you're letting into your life. And and even if they, like, masquerade as somebody who, you, you just whatever, you just have to take your time and you have to make sure you're protecting yourself. That's all. So just yeah, hang out with a few people that you know and it'll grow from there and just have a good personality and, and be open to meeting people and um and you know, go to Whole Foods. Go to Whole Foods, go to record stores, go to cute shopping areas and uh I don't know, and just and just ask people wherever you go. If you go to some cute place where they sell records or or vintage clothing or at the whole just ask the checker, ask anybody, ask everybody questions and go, hey, I just moved here. I want to know, like, where do you go for this? Or where's a fun club where this happens? Or what kind of club plays this music? Or what's what's your favorite restaurant, you know, Italian restaurant or vegan restaurant or whatever? Ask questions, you know? It's okay. I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for you asking uh, strangers questions in public places like Whole Foods, but I'm not okay with you inviting some dude you meet at a club back to your house if you just met him or whatever. Oh, by the way, What's the name of that movie? Searching for Mr. Goodbar. Have you seen this movie? You should. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Search, Searching for Mr. Goodbar is actually you should not see it. It's like a it's a movie from the 60s or 70s. It's basically what you went through, but scarier. And it's a movie that all single women should watch because it's fucking terrifying. And when I saw it, I my I reevaluated my life and I thought, you know what? And even though I call myself boy crazy, I'm not a fucking mental person. I don't fuck a dude like every hour on the hour or even like every day or every week or every month. Like I'm not a mental person when it comes to sex, but it made me realize like, whoa, just because he's wearing dark denim and white tennis shoes doesn't mean he's not a murderer. You know what I mean? Okay. Watch American <laughs> Psycho. Watch American Psycho and Searching for Mr. Goodbar and uh, and you'll realize as a single woman that you never know what's lurking around the bend and you have to fucking cover your ass and be careful and protect yourself. So, and please call that rain number and thank you for even, thank you for for sharing with me and with everybody listening to Boy Crazy Radio because I'm, I know that you're going to affect other people who are, have gone through that or, you know, and maybe save some people from going through that, okay? Yeah. Thank you, too, you're, for you're your welcome. support. <laughs> you're welcome. Call in every week. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, my goodness. Area code uh, 323? 323? Oh, my God, it's your time. You just called me. You're on. Did you fall asleep? This person's been on hold for a little while. Hello? Oh, I did it, too. Hello? That's horrible. I'm going to not do that again. Uh, is, this, uh, is this my friend calling from Washington State just listening? Well, maybe that's not working. We only have five more minutes left of the show anyway. What does it all mean anymore? I don't know. 703, is this my friend from Washington State just listening? 703. Yeah, are you in Washington State just listening, or did I pick your call up already? Yeah, you picked up my call earlier. I was just listening. Uh, I'm from here. Oh, whoopsies. I, I fucked it all up. I fucked it all up. I think we have a Skype call. 
my God, I'm going to wrap up the show. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to I'm Boy Crazy. To Boy, actually, let me take that back. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah motherfucking iTunes. Uh, you can always call me and leave a message on Boy Crazy Voicemail at area code 888-666-2045 if you can't call me during the live show. If you want to send me music to play on the show, email me an MP3 to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music. You know what? I don't care what everybody else says about you. I love you. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and plans may not be exact match. The website for eligible plans are off around 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.